It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, along with Jim. Hey, hey. Hello, Jim. And the man who came to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and he's all out of bubblegum, Murray. That is right. Hey there, Murray. So, with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. I almost feel like I'm on speed today. We're going to have to jam through this. we got so much to talk, so much to rage about. It's going to be a jam-packed session, so let's get started. Agenda this week is movies we saw last week, movies that are coming out this week. Streaming, Jim and Bryce, Open Rage, Merman Minute, Submissions to the Undoubted, Mesmerized, and The Doubted List. Rage or Dare, did Bryce and Jim both rage about Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again? Or did ABBA win both of their cold, dead hearts? And finally, RMM. All right, Bryce, what did we see last week? Well, Jim, we saw The Way Back. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I think we're going to have differing opinions on this one. I don't know. What'd you think of it? I loved it. So it was a uh, it's a latest Ben Affleck movie. Him and Gavin O'Connor is the director. We uh, we know these guys previously from uh, the um, yeah, accountant. Accountant. That's it. Yep. Um, movies about a former high school basketball phenom struggling with alcoholism is offered a coaching job at his alma mater. Um, I thought this was a really good movie. Um, on the surface, it's, a, it's an underdog sports movie, but it ends up being so much more than that. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> just waiting for the rebuttal. But you know what? I'll just talk for a while, and then we'll, then we'll get your take on things. So this movie follows Jack, who is expertly played by Ben Affleck, as an alcoholic who basically lives the same day over and over again. Everyone in his life disapproves of him on some level. Uh, you can see how tortured he is early on, and you can't really sympathize with him because he seems to, he has no one to blame but himself. But as the movie rolls along, we slowly start to understand that something has happened in his past and that has made him this way. The, real, the reveal midway through the movie shines a completely different light on Jack, and we understand why he is the way he is. Jack's a very flawed man, but in his redemption, he does not apologize for any of these flaws. Even when he stops drinking, it's not like he becomes a better person. He's still an unpleasant ball of rage, yet I found myself rooting for him. Ben Affleck absolutely shines in this role. Um, Janina Gavinkar, who was also great in this movie um, as Jack's ex-wife, um, she is one of the many likable characters in this movie that are there to deflect the rage of Ben Affleck's Jack. Um, Overall, this was just an expertly made movie with a tremendous character arc, a tremendous performance by the lead actor, tremendous supporting characters, a tremendous soundtrack that at times had the hairs on my arms standing on end, and quite simply is just a tremendously satisfying movie. Mondo! Well, you know... I'm waiting for him to take a breath. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of data dump. You know, after seeing the movie... Um, I think it, and just, I had a whole, almost, it feels like a whole week to uh, sort of reminisce about it. And I th you know what, I think you convinced me. I think I'm going to eat my words from last week and say that, that you know what, I, I was surprised by the fact that, oh my God, this was probably the worst movie ever made. It was so predictable. It was literally everything that I predicted it was going to be. There wasn't one original line in the whole movie. There wasn't one thing that surprised you at all. There's a giant reveal in the middle, which wasn't a reveal because you kind of, if you couldn't figure that out by two minutes into the movie, why this guy is such a dick, a loser. He even talks about the fact that he drops out of, um, he drops out of playing basketball after two years. My good dad was gonna bad guy, and it was just one. It was like a giant postcard of Americana sports movies that I hate every single thing about it. There and, wasn't and one. And that's the problem. You you went into this movie. No, I this tried to open. Movie. I'm going to hate it because hey. I hate all sports movies. Uh, Yeah, but this really wasn't a sports movie. In fact, in they, fact, they, didn't even exactly. have, they didn't even have to have the sports in there. It actually became no. a little bit of a, a sidetrack from the actual story, which sports, is him just being be a there. dick. 
predictably so, and that he ruined his marriage because something happens. You know, people are gonna either gonna see this or not. But if if you watch this movie and are surprised by anything by it, I would be completely shocked. There was not one piece in here that you would kind of go, "Wow, you know what? I did not expect that to happen." There's, there's something to be said for for tried and true formulaic stuff. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you're almost selling my 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 no, point no, here. No, no, no. And the worst thing about this was the soundtrack. Murray, if you can imagine, it was one note soundtrack, pretty much the entire. Oh, it was like the soundtrack was spectacular. It was like I couldn't really relate to um, his character through the movie because I'm not a raging alcoholic and have had my life destroyed by something terrible event. Because we don't want to spoil it for the people. But what I can tell you is. I felt his pain and suffering because I had to listen to this soundtrack. Through the, the whole movie, the I, was, was I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat, not with expectation of something happening, because nothing really happened through this whole movie. But what I was sitting on my, because I was so irritated when Bryce talks about the hair standing up on his back of his head, it was standing up on every part of my body because it was like fingernails on a chalkboard. I was like, can they please put anything else but this terrible soundtrack it just oh anybody who lists watch this movie if you just even watch it because you don't have to because it's basically every other sports everyone movie should, ever everyone then, should absolutely watch it no anybody who loves watching brain dead sports movies almost like miracle but a little different um it it was it just was, it, it was, was a, it was a little different, <laughs> a little was, bit. Really I know good. miracle was a little yeah. actually you know what. I think I actually like Miracle better than I like this oh, movie. Oh, you did not. I absolutely do now believe it. No, I, you didn't. I, 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 maybe one of the things we get dared to rage about, but I would I would literally watch The Miracle on Ice. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the hell it was called. It was just uh, called The Miracle. The Miracle. I would watch directed, The Miracle again before I guy, ever watch this movie again. So I gave this the biggest rage. I want to say Ben Affleck barf in the bathroom rage for this movie so we're, at, we're definitely at different ends of the spectrum on this absolutely one. you've just got this predilection to going into nope. sports movies knowing you're gonna hate them and nope. just kind of sitting there if, picking stuff apart i bet you I, okay of, instead of just letting that performance by ben affleck wash over you like like, like a tidal oh wave goodness. of terrible americana he was film so good no it's well, he may he was okay he was i didn't mind he was, him he was very well. good one thing I can say, having not seen the film, is Ben Affleck is really, really good at playing an asshole. Yeah, there you go, Mark. He Almost like he's well, typecast in every movie he makes, he plays a douchebag. Well, he did again here. And so he, was, he was very good I guess he pulled off the performance, but you're I saying will give you props. the not movie wasn't worth it. The guy, the guy was a douchebag, but I'm telling you, but I was rooting for him. I could just wanted him to. I was hoping he was going to yeah. die in a yeah, drunken car that, crash. And yet, you're a I, terrible person. I find myself wishing that in every person. movie he's in. Well, there you go, Mer. You, you know what? Well, that <laughs> makes you a terrible person too. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. I stand by. Uh, this it. is called film rage, buddy. It's not called That's film right. rage love or film love. No, it's not. It's rage. We're raging, rage. and for good reason. I love this rage movie. Rage on. <laughs> God. Right. Sometimes I think you just like stuff to piss me off more because I can't understand why someone with good taste like you have really hated this movie or like this movie. I just can't get it. It was excellent. Yeah. I I, I am going to bring this movie back up later in the podcast because we did see some really good movies this oh, week. Oh, did we? In comparison. What did we see that was We really just saw one tonight. We did oh, see one tonight. Exactly. But if you're going to start talking about the one we're going to talk about next and saying it's a good movie, well, you got a problem, buddy. Yeah, I haven't raged on it. Okay, let's and talk you know about what? it. I might be, it might be coming back later in the episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting it. It's going to. Okay, so Seabird. So I actually like this movie, uh, and I don't normally like period pieces. So here's a perfectly good example about me hating period pieces, and I actually like this movie. The reason I liked it was maybe not the same reason you're going to rage about it. I thought the cinematographer captured really great the feel of that era i thought i actually thought kristen stewart did a great job i know you for whatever reason you didn't like her but i thought she did a great job i thought um yeah you know i had so much pain and suffering because of the other one i'm it's almost like i'm drawing a blank i don't i don't think i loved it i don't know if i can give it a mondo 
Mm. It's a meh okay. for me. But I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's a meh. I, um, but I did enjoy it. I liked, I liked the story that it had. I liked the fact that I didn't know much about her. Uh, so Seberg is, uh, is an actress who actually was like, you know, nowadays we don't even talk about her. Yeah, um, so she was blackballed. Yeah, she was blackballed all because in this movie, I thought did a really good job explaining that. It it maybe didn't have as much dynamic um, play that I guess I was hoping to see from it. Was, but it was a nice rolling forward film that you got to see her a little bit more, and it made me want to know more about her. Well, we didn't really learn much about her at all in this movie, so I would imagine that you would want to learn more about her. That's true. Um. Okay, let's start with the fact that Kristen Stewart looks completely disinterested through this entire movie. I've been warming up to her lately, but this performance was a major step backward. Back to her Twilight days. Yes, here she showed the emotion of, dare I say it, a, a potato. potato. <laughs> we are led to believe that she is passionate about these issues. However, her deadpan delivery showed zero passion. And why on earth would Jack, the featured FBI agent in this story, sink his own investigation by trying to warn Seberg about said investigation? That did not make any sense at all. You can't hide from the truth. I, I guarantee this was a complete fabrication by the writers and an unnecessary one that seems to contradict this contrived story that the director was trying to tell. There was some good here. Anthony Mackie as Hakeem Jamal was solid, and Vince Vaughn does his job to perfection by making him absolutely despise his character, yeah, as intended. Just, yeah. um, but overall, you know, I, I'm going to give it a meh. It's a really low meh, but I didn't hate it. But at its core, it could have been so much better with a few plot changes, staying more true to the, to the core story, and perhaps a different lead actress. Yeah. I can, I understand what you're saying. I, I I somewhat disagree. I thought her performance was good. Uh, I didn't say it was great, but I've never been a huge big Kirsten Stewart fan. Uh, what was the one she made with um, Lex Luthor? She uh, American. Where the, the what's that? Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> what the one? Uh, American, yeah, was, uh, oh, American Ultra. American yeah. Ultra. Love that movie. That was awesome. Yeah, she was awesome in that. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much one of as ever. I say, she's been building up for me like, credibility, and then credibility, she just and then all back. of a sudden, I just I didn't. Yeah, this you gotta admit good. the visuals on this were pretty good. It was a well shot movie, and it looked great. I won't. I won't deny any of that, and that's part of the reason why I'm mad. You know, I'm yeah. not raging there because yeah. there's a lot that pissed me off about this movie. <laughs> but there was enough, just enough good in there to make me go. Eh, it wasn't totally, you know. Yeah, I, I. You know what? I. I, I think what I, for me that would made it more, more more refreshing. That took a lot to get out of my mouth, but was I didn't know anything about this actress, and it's funny because she was an airplane, right? Or airport. Uh, airport. Yeah, totally totally <laughs> different movies. Different movies. Yeah. They both have the word air in it. But uh, <laughs> Totally different movies. Leslie Nielsen would be rolling over his grave. Yeah, that's but, right. uh, but we'll she, yeah, Shirley. she was in airport, which I love that movie. And I, now I want to go back and watch it and see her in it. Because um, if, if she held the camera the way that they made you feel she did in her shots, I kind of want to see more of, of her. Actually. Fair enough. See some of her French films, too. All right, so now we're going to talk about what we saw tonight with our friends at yeah. Calgary International. We Film. literally just got back from it. Yeah, rushed back to do this do this recording. Uh, the Burnt Orange Heresy. Yes. And uh, thanks uh, to our buddies at SIF. Calgary uh, Film, thank you very much. Yeah, th this uh, we're lucky enough to get to partner with them on, on some of their uh, global perspectives. So a uh, super big shout out to uh, SIF yeah. or KIF, depending on how you say it. Um, would you okay? Let's just rate this quick. Mondo, it's a Mondo. This film literally blew my mind. I don't know. Like last, we talked about Beanpole and how that movie was was probably my favorite foreign film of last year. I liked it even better than Parasite. Yeah. And uh, this born, <laughs> burnt orange heresy, I didn't know what to expect. Like I saw a trail. Well, I think we talked a little bit about this, but I think I saw a trailer. I don't know how long ago. Yeah, like probably long, six months ago. Long enough ago that yeah. I didn't really. And remember it was anything. just the scene with Donald Sutherland sitting at the pool, and I went, "I don't care when this comes here. I have to see this movie." Yeah. 
And and it was like the writing. It's the writing. Yeah, the, 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 the director. Tremendous dialogue the, through this whole thing. The director didn't really. I mean, with the writing like that, the directors had to go, hey, I'm going to turn on this, this camera over here and we're going to film it. Because the writing was that good. Yeah. Like every single character, every character, even quite the often, little tiny ones. Quite often that's what you get when you get a movie based on a novel. Yeah, a well-written novel. Exactly. Coming coming back to your point, you know, weeks ago where you're like, you know what? There's a lot of books that are being written out there. Let's start making movies out of those. <laughs> this is a perfect example perfect of what example. happens when you do that. And and again, I, I'm sorry I have to slam your terrible way back. But, you know, in contrast to the dialogue, I didn't know anything was going to happen here. It was so well-crafted in the dialogue. The dialogue from the way back to me was like, Okay, another American sports movie. The way back was predictably drunk. awesome. It was predictably I, be- awesome. I totally agree. This was a surprise. Every turn on this was a surprise. I had no clue what was going to happen. No, there was some, there was some, you know, three quarters of the way through where all of a sudden there's some shocking stuff that all of a sudden it's like you think you know what kind of movie you're watching. You ain't watching that type no. of movie anymore. But you know what? You know what made the difference is is right from day one of the the film oh, was, they, they it had was the music shadowing things too and the music and the music yeah the music felt like you know when you're watching a thriller the music has a feel to it this felt like a thriller but it wasn't the story wasn't un, unrolling like it was a thriller yeah it was more like huh this is going to be an interesting character study of Donald Sutherland when we finally get to meet him. Yeah, it's, and it was, it was it was it was this was this was a movie that really did have kind of three distinct acts. I found. The, the, yeah, it the could first have been a play. One where they met, where they met, and everything. The second one where they're you know beaten up with Mick Jagger at his house, yeah. which was just uh, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Talk about Mick Jagger for a bit there, Jim. Oh, Mick Jagger! I just you know he he played this. He was like this. Um, you know, well, he brought this air of arrogance to the part so that arrogant. I don't, I haven't think I've seen anybody, but it was so calmly done. And he's like backhanding the other main actor, yeah. like every left and right, like every word that he speaks and so classically spoken Mick Jagger. And you're just like, Mick, I'm, I'm like falling in love with you all over again. But he was just so good in it. I mean, granted he had excellent material to work with, but you know what? I'm not sure I can picture anybody else really doing that. Like no. Mick Jagger came in and just knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I mean, Dude, who has so good? Who has as much money as an actor? <laughs> they could, <laughs> Fair they could, they could actually yeah. do that. He's, you could totally relate, I'm sure. Yeah, he was like, "This is oh my, this is my summer cottage." Like, <laughs> like the, he's in this giant mansion. Just a huge mansion. My <laughs> summer cottage. This is my summer cottage. Actually, it's my wife's summer cottage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I've got my own summer cottage. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, the um. The big, there's there's a lot of surprises. We don't want to give any spoilers here. No, uh, but everybody should see this movie. It's a very slow burn though. Until, but but at the same time, you want to know what's happening. Yeah, because the characters th- are developed so well right from the beginning, and you kind of go, "What's this deal on this art art guy?" Like, plus he's, he's a player. Exactly, and and the whole thing is, uh, you know. The little snippets that we get, we get a you know kind of a, a section of, of Mick Jagger, which every second he's on the screen is just so entertaining. Then we get a little section of Donald Sutherland, and every second he's on the screen is so entertaining. And the dialogue. And the dialogue just so well written, just so well written. Yeah, so. I don't know. It's it's. Um, I, I'm guessing that the guys at SIF who program this whole series, the Global yeah. Perspective really did focus on like the best of the best from each country yeah and they're they as i say we've been to two of them and they've both been tremendous yeah whoever's so. listening if you don't if you get a chance yeah um, no if, if you got a chance to go to a global perspective screening i gotta say so far it's no you can't miss with it so far so. i want to say my catchphrase but so far i don't want to say it because now i'm getting criticized but <laughs> Just say you know, it, Jim. Can you say it for me so that at least somebody knows? Nope, you got to say it. Not going to happen. Uh, all right, so let's talk about uh, what's coming out this week. And uh, there's, a, there's a couple interesting movies coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good retort. Well, interesting, I guess. Uh, the Hunt's coming out. Uh, it was supposed to come out quite a while ago and got delayed because... I don't know, all sorts of reasons, apparently. Apparently. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. What do you think? 
Well, okay, so here's the thing. In contrast to um, alcoholic drenched sports ma- uh, movies. When, when if they're done right, yeah. Armando. Yeah, if you can ever find one. Just but like the way In back. contrast, this, this script has been done probably 100 times. I don't know if it's been done a hundred. Oh times. yeah, there's been how many movies have you seen that there people hunt people for sport? It's like like probably, seven. Yeah, I've seen at least seven. Like I could probably just list well, one if I go online and search that's it. Not a hundred. No, there's probably a quite good hundred. No, I haven't really looked. There isn't a hundred. I I don't. I don't there's a lot of black exploitation that, that had a lot of this silly. going on too. Um, but yeah, so I want to see this just because it looks like there's some really cool blowed up real good type stuff in this. Yeah, I mean, the trailer's intriguing. It could be really good. It could be awful. It could I, be terrible. I guess we'll find but, out. But, you know, Hillary Swank is in this. Yeah, what is, is that doesn't do anything How for do you, me. Hillary Swank is a brilliant actor. She is, but whatever. So, even if we and see her only for five minutes, which is probably what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know. They don't, they're not really profiling her in the eh, trailer. I don't know. But um, Apparently, she's going to be in kind of the climax from what the trailers are showing. Which it does kind of look like maybe that. The, maybe the trailers are showing too much again. I maybe. Know, but, but okay. like I don't, She kind of disappeared from Hollywood for a while, right? Mm, like She kind of played a back... I think she maybe did some TV work for a while, but um, I, like I, she, I, I, she would almost be undoubted in to me anyway. Uh, because every everything I'd ever seen her in was great. I mean, look at a million dollar baby. Ah, that was good. Yeah, um, that was great. The seventh was it the? Well, I can't remember all the names of her films, but yeah. um, the one Buffy's a vampire slayer. Yeah, exactly. Her and Pee Wee. Exactly. <laughs> With the correct. greatest death scene ever. Yeah, Pee Wee's death. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, that was so good. So good. So yeah, you know what? We're gonna. I think we talked about we're gonna see this this weekend, right? Uh it has been agreed that the hunt is on the list the of hunt things that we're gonna see. We'll be yes. hunted. Yeah, we'll all right. Well, let's move on to Bloodshot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel does nothing for me, so I kind of yeah, don't ever want to see this. Uh, but it is a com- it's based on a comic, right? So sometimes comic movies are good. Uh, <laughs> okay, well that kind of speaks for itself. It I, look, it just looks dumb. It does look dumb. I'm sorry, the script looks terrible. This guy keeps coming back, and then guess what's going to happen? He's going to realize something, and he's going to kill them all. I just have one more thing to say about it. But yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same way. I mean, I am going to see it at some point because I do like people killing people and stuff. Okay, well, so, but let, just I don't let, think I'll pay let, the money let, at the movies. Let me know if I should watch it, but don't give me one of those. Oh, you should really watch it when you just <laughs> want me to watch it because it's terrible. <laughs> like Six Underground. Like Six Underground. Uh, oh, you had. I'm what just a steaming pile. I'm just sharing my pain, buddy. I felt if I had to see that terrible movie. You should have to see it too. Uh, uh, and my spy. This I don't. You know what? I'm not a big fan of kids and old people I, in movies together. Yeah. Well, you, you calling know. Dave Batista old? Yeah. Well, he's, he's old compared young. to her. Exactly. She's it, like twelve or whatever. I don't know how. Old I mean, there's very rare that I see a uh, old dude with a young girl where I'm feeling that it's I'm comfortable with this on screen, uh, and you know probably. Um, oh God, I'm dr- completely drawing a blank. Leon is probably one of the best depictions of that, where it was done really well. The professional. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, this particular um, one, I don't know. It just doesn't nothing do for me either. I don't. Well, I don't think it's really geared towards us. No. Um, you know, if I had a kid, I might go to this movie, but I don't, so I won't. I don't either, and it might be awkward. Yeah. Two creepy old guys in the back with a bunch of family members. All right, so let's just take a pass on this one. Then. Take a pass on my spy. Maybe go. if someone, one of our listeners, is going to watch either one of these, let us know what you think of Bloodshot and my and my spy. Yeah, if they're worth, if they're really worth watching, let us know. But yeah, I, or if I, they I make us, if they're going to make us rage <laughs> as much as Sonic did, then maybe we should see it. Yeah, well. Maybe, maybe one of these is going to be, uh, you know, the Sonic of the future. <laughs> well, Rager Dare's coming up later in this, in this oh, no. episode. So. Oh no! <laughs> Let's not put it in his head. Um, tw- and then, so we're what we are seeing this week on Friday. Everybody should check this out. It's at the Globe, uh, the twenty-first animation annual animation show of shows. And cool. there, I've I've seen some of these. Uh, Cut for Sif has played a couple of them. 
uh, they they look really good, and you know you're supporting local cinema. So if you get a chance, get out and see this. I'm guessing this is probably playing across um, anywhere, everywhere in North America. I'm sure it's it's a package, right? Think, it travels. Yeah, I, would, so. I would think in some form it'll yeah, show up so, somewhere. Yeah. So any other listeners in the U.S. or across Canada, you know, check this out because it, it should be really good. They're usually a really good time. Cool. Uh, and then what do we got, Mur? You know what? Yeah, Crank what that music. For? Oh, yeah. Let's have it, baby. Nice. Streaming. Motherfucking streaming. Person has streaming. And maybe Murray is streaming. Streaming. You have the voice of an angel. Streaming. When he's not raging, he does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're only going to talk about one thing this week that we've been trying to talk about for a while. Yes. And I really wanted you to see this. I This was a mondo to me, and uh, it, we're, we're talking about System Crasher. System Crasher. So this is on Netflix. It is. And uh, the reason it's a mondo for me is this movie completely blew my mind that anybody could make this movie. And, and have you have that much emotion that's going through me. So as you know, Bryce, and maybe some of our listeners do, I like a movie to make me have some form of emotion. Yep. And uh, this did took you, took you to places that, A, were A, uncomfortable. There is a couple, yep. Right? Uh, because you don't know what's happening. So it's the story is, um, <laughs> the, the write-up on it from IMDb is, on her wild quest for love, nine-year-old Benny's untamed energy drives everyone around her to despair. It's kind of accurate. It is kind of accurate. Like this, and you know what? I did a bunch of reading about this afterwards. The the um, the director uh, is a woman. It's uh, Nora Finchade. And Finchite. Uh, yeah, Finchite. Thank you. Da Daka. Danka. Is yeah. the thing, um, and uh, she actually worked it for a little while in her previous life uh, in the system with um, with some of these kids that are you know bounced around through foster homes, and the things they get this little girl to do in the movie. And interestingly, Nora talks about this: is that they couldn't get her to rage as much as she did through this movie, yeah. so that every time she did a rage scene, she would have like two hours of playtime. Right. Where they would have fun and do some cool stuff and and like to get her performance is beyond mind blowing. Like I really felt like she this was girl a, was, she was a tour de force. Was sure. a mess and she stole the screen from everybody. Yeah. And if you know <laughs> If ever there was a, you know, someone that uh, depicted rage on the screen, this little girl did. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, it's you know what? I, I'm gonna preface it. it. For me, it was a, hot, a heavy mondo, but for a lot of people, maybe watching it, they may not get. The, yeah, they may not get it, this film because it's, it's really it's hard, hard to watch. watch. It's a hard watch. There's yeah. no question because there's, there's so much plight this little girl and the people around her go through. Yeah, and there's some and there's some super tense moments in this where where you're like, "Oh my god, is this going to happen?" And sometimes it does happen. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. And like you don't want to spoil anything because but there's, there's a lot of moments like this because this little girl is just she could absolutely fly off the handle at any moment. So yeah. there's a lot of situations where you're like, "Oh, well, this is a powder keg. This this could ex yeah. absolutely explode." Once again, sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. To me, this is that's and, a sign of a really well-written film. And that's the whole thing. It's, I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah. If I don't know what's going to happen, I'm more excited. And um, there's a moment in this that was kind of, to me, it almost summed up the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give a little bit of a spoiler here, but there's a point near the end of the movie where her major caseworker in the foster system uh, she has this conversation with her mom and I don't want to say too much about that, but she has this conversation with her mom and she comes back in and then she just finally breaks down. Like this woman has been so strong and been such a big part of this little girl's life. You don't even know for how long, but she was, she just, the scene of her collapsing on the ground and just crying and the little girl actually comforting her. Yeah. You like know, it this just little ball of rage. Yeah. This little, <laughs> she's, it was just literally, I was bawling my eyes out. I couldn't stop crying. I was like, this, this, this girl can be so tender. And you know what I loved about it too, is the film doesn't tell you what happened to this girl. 
but you know it's bad yeah. to cause her to be the way she is. Yeah. And you know the the mother's boyfriend is involved. Yeah. Right? Because you yeah. see it as soon as she sees him. Yeah. Right? There's no so, question. Yeah. But yeah. It's, uh, as I say, it's a hard watch. There is a lot of good in it. Um, at the end of the day, though, when I, when I watch the whole thing, it's still just a math to me. Well, that's because you didn't really actually get to see it. Well, so once I you must, see it again, I must admit I was sitting beside someone who just was preoccupied. Did, did, your not, brain. did not like it at all. <laughs> Hi, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if you get a chance to watch it on your own or with someone who can also appreciate it, then uh, maybe you might feel different. Yes. Anyway, it's good. Good two perspectives on it. Um, I, I can see people actually being bothered by this because they don't want the content that is being brought forward. So, yeah. All right, that's it for our streaming this week. It's a short one on that. All right, you ready? We're all ready. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Well, this week, my rage... You know, I'm a little mooted this week on my rage. Only because... Um... I don't choose to watch sports movies, so Which I can't. I don't rage. understand because they're all excellent. There's not one. I don't think I've ever seen one that's excellent, to be quite honest. Because I'm never surprised by what they're. And I always laugh because people will say, "Oh, um, this isn't really a sports movie." Yet half the movie has people doing sports, and so you're like, "Okay, is it a sports movie or isn't it a sports movie?" Granted, the way back. Really, it didn't. It didn't need to have anything in. It, it didn't even really have anything. You could have made this a short. The way back, it literally could have been a short. It would have been seven minutes. It told the story. You wouldn't have been. You wouldn't have not figured out what was going to happen in it, and then it would have been over. And I could have had another, probably two hours of my life back that I never had to see this movie. But um, certainly, so sports good. movies that mostly that are one dimensional, and that's that's what I want to say. Like. If someone can come up and tell me, and other than Bryce, because he obviously has this fetish for sports movies. Who doesn't love Murray, an underdog Murray, can story? You, can you even think of a sports movie that actually was an actual good movie? Uh, well, I bet you can. I, I, I can think of many of them, but it depends on the sport. Like, oh, God, I, they're all the same. No, uh, if you don't... Winning formula. If you don't like <laughs> basketball, if you don't like tennis whatever, then you won't like the actual film. No, well, see, here's the thing. I like watching women's tennis, specifically women's tennis, but um, I I also like to watch other sports. Like, I like to watch hockey. But but the p- biggest problem I have is, to your point, Bryce, is they're formulaic. Slapshot? Yes, okay. Okay, Slapshot was a good movie. And, and really, it was because it was hockey, A, and B, it was funny as fuck. Like, it was a good movie. <laughs> okay, I, I eat my words on Slapshot. Um, That's it. I could think of several, but yeah. Uh, all well, of them I'm going to hate because they're all the, tell the same story. I thought, uh, I thought you liked the replacements. Luck. No, I was lying. You were oh, lying? What? I, I just, the Keanu Reeves movie you didn't like? Well, it? I just turned, I just turned the, the volume way, down it, and it watched was, Keanu Reeves on screen. It was terrible. The replacements it was, was awful. not. <laughs> Made me it cry was, at the end. Thank you very much. Terrible. What about Major League? Major, Major League was League also was bad. Awesome. It was awesome. Uh, Tin Cup. Tin awesome. Cup. Good flick. Awful. Every single thing you're telling me is, okay, maybe. No, Madonna was in Hoosiers. League of Her Own. Hoosiers was also awful. Whatever. There, it's another. Okay. Tom Hanks was in that it's, movie. There's Come usually on. two outcomes. The team comes back and wins or the team loses. So it's like. I got a 50-50 chance of actually predicting what happens in the movie. And then when it's a down and out type of thing, it's like, oh, it's going to be a Rocky movie where guess what? Did you he just loses say the, first the team wins or the team loses? I've got a 50-50. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said <laughs> no, on this podcast. Not. And you've said some dumb no, things. No, that is not. Oh, that's a 50-50. Hey, but there's no lose. surprise. It's not like oh there's going to be God. something more original like, oh, uh, But what if what? they tie, Jim? You're they just tie. being stupid. That's right. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. So I have a 33% chance of they, predicting the outcome of this terrible the, movie. They tied at the end of the first Rocky. That is <laughs> it correct. It was a draw. No. No, he didn't. No, Rocky he lost. Just went, he just went the distance. Rocky Never lost. Mind. He Never went mind. the distance uh, and he lost. And, right. and then the second one was almost a tie. Yeah. Okay, please stop talking about Rocky. Because literally, 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 that just proves my point. Is like, 
Love it's Rocky. Just, it's so another spectacular terrible. sports franchise. Another, right. another one where you have to have the subtitles just to understand what Salone is say, talking uh, about. Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. What was that? I don't know, Adrian. Oh my God, it's the worst. Anyway, that's my rage for the week. Um, so Jim hates Bryce the sports will, movies. Well, it's not just okay. I want to be very clear here. It's just not sports movies. It just so happens that most sports movies follow the same model. I do not like I'll Americana. I do not like Americana. For some reason, you don't like underdogs dramas. that overcome the odds. And I like really well written ones. I don't uh, know what's going to uh, happen. Damn United was not American. Which one? The Damn United was not American. Michael Sheen was in that. He was. It was, it was about Leeds United. It was, it was a true very story good movie. about football really enjoyed it, it was awesome. yeah it wasn't bad because it wasn't america oh, well, so, it was a sports movie so, anyways wrap, wrap it up that's yeah it. Anyway. that's it that's it All for right. me All passing right. the torch All right, passing the torch here we go i'm just gonna start rambling here all mm-hmm. right do your rambling like you normally do yeah well hopefully it'll be semi-coherent uh my rage this week is biopics that take liberties with the source material by altering timelines creating situations that never happened or adding characters to the story that never existed Bohemian Rhapsody. That's actually going to be my first example, my friend. Way to go, Mer. While Seberg is the one that sparked this rage, it's no by, by no means alone. Um, if the person you're... The, uh, I'm just losing it already. Bobbity boopity, boopity bobbity. <laughs> if, the person, if the person's story that you're telling is not interesting enough to tell without embellishing it, then why are you telling their story? <laughs> find, find another subject. Um, there have been numerous examples of this throughout the history of cinema. Let's start with Bohemian Rhapsody. Had I not so not known so much about Queen going in, I may have enjoyed this film a lot more, but there are so many inaccuracies, I could not even list them all without going on for about 20 minutes. Um, here are the most glaring ones. Uh, the formation of Queen did not happen the way it was portrayed in the film. Queen never broke up, or were even close to ever breaking up. When Queen played Live Aid, they did not need to rehearse, as they were already touring for their album, The Works. The fact that they made Live Aid and the, fi- vic- that's a th- and the fictitious reuniting of the band about Freddie's AIDS diagnosis is completely laughable, as Live Aid was in 1985 and Freddie was not diagnosed with AIDS until 1987. This is just a few of the glaring inaccuracies. <laughs> Trust me, I could go on. What I don't, under- don't. What I don't understand is that Freddie Mercury's life did not need to be punched up artificially. His life was plenty dramatic to fill a Hollywood script without oh, yeah. making stuff up. Yeah. Another example would be the story of codebreaker Alan Turing from the, the Imitation Game. Yeah, that is great. This movie suggests that Turing invented the machine that breaks the Germans' uh, Enigma code. This was not the case, as the Polish had developed the machine well before Turing had even started on his. The fact is that Turing just developed a faster version of said codebreaker. Also, Turing was not autistic as portrayed in the film. This was just a crutch for the writers to make them make him seem more interesting. Then we have the doors with Jim Morrison locking oh his lock, locking his girlfriend in in the closet and then setting it on fire. They also had him drunk in every waking moment. Oliver Stone had Morrison threatening his girlfriend with a knife and throwing a television at a bandmate. All of this was fabrications. The list goes on and on from Marie Antoinette to Patch Adams to A Beautiful Mind to The Social Network to The Blind Side to Braveheart and so on and so on and so on. Could these have not been entertaining movies without embellishing the stories with misrepresentations? Finally, I will end with The Greatest Showman, which portrays P.T. Barnum as a charming and entertaining promoter when in actuality, he was a cruel, slave-owning, exploiting racist with little to no redeeming qualities in his actual life. I guess that uh, does not make for a very inter- entertaining musical, though. I realize that the writers of <laughs> definitely these, not. No, I realize that the writers of these biopics felt that they needed to embellish these stories to make the subjects more interesting. But I say, in many cases, this is unnecessary. And in the cases where you feel that it's absolutely necessary to embellish these characters to make an entertaining movie, maybe just don't make the movie. Find another subject or write something original. I'm done. Well, we want to jump on this bandwagon for sure. First off, ending with The Greatest Showman, 
one of your girlfriend's favorite movies is probably going to be painful for you Not for winning any perhaps there. I, perhaps I, the next six months. Yeah, I, I, I was not going to go there. But. <laughs> well, now you have, and you're going to be yeah. suffering for this more than just your uh, rage, buddy. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I will add one that I actually <laughs> loved, but yeah, not completely accurate. <laughs> that would be with my, you know, number one Canadian of all time. John, John Candy. Candy. Cool John. running. Which wasn't completely accurate. <laughs> no way was it. <laughs> or, or completely That's, the, understa- that's that, the understatement other of the, the year. Other than the fact that the Olympics were actually in Calgary, I don't know how much. Yeah, they got that right. And I'm was pretty, there actually a shot of Calgary? And in I'm pretty sure yeah, that they crashed their, their last <laughs> run. But other than that, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, but did I care? No. It was entertaining. There you go. So I definitely agree with your rage in, in respect to um, maybe trying to make it more interesting when... There, there is a lot more interesting to do. Like uh, the one that made me the rage the most out of your entire list that you listed off was the Doors, because it should have been called Jim Morrison is drunk and an asshole, and the Doors really have nothing to do with this movie. Yep. So I, that's the things that I hated too. The, I mean the the movie with um, Freddie Mercury. Um, I I actually liked the performance that he did. The in performance it. was, and that was the whole thing. The performance was so good. A lot of it was was really excellent, but just to screw around with the timeline like that and well, and and just, just and again, made, the thing that bothered you is that you know a lot about Queen. Yeah, the average moviegoer probably and that's, didn't. Like, and that's I all right. didn't. Know yeah, and a so lot you would have said it would. That you so probably would have really enjoyed I it. I thought that's the way it happened. Yeah. Well, and even the imitation game, most super geeks in the planet yeah, wouldn't know would anything not, about exactly. that. So they enjoyed it because it had Bernard Cumberbund, <laughs> and <laughs> and he was fantastic in it. So it's like, um, it, it's true. Movie going public can be ignorant, and if and to to I guess maybe I'm defending a little bit my like a little bit more of Seaberg because I didn't I don't know anything about her. Um, but now it's piqued my interest to know more about her. I want to go back and see more of her films. Now, may, did it portray it as well as it could have? I agree with you. But it, it, it gave me enough about her and her story because the, it's an interesting story in the fact that here is this um, Hollywood starlet that's actually on the rise. And um, they, they really didn't... Uh, yeah. They really didn't give us enough portrayal about her but what she did if some of those things are true that was happening you're thinking to yourself wow obviously the FBI a lot, a lot really of it did was do a bad, lot of bad shit there yeah, yeah. The, the, my problem with Seaberg was that they focused so much on the FBI side and then they they made one of them almost a sympathetic character when that they shouldn't have done that. I just don't understand why they would do that. Do we know if that's true that. or not, though? Because it'd there's, be interesting. There's, there's no way this guy existed, and no, I don't know. It, that is just if if someone, yeah, no, there's no way. This was obviously something that was just put in there. We may have to look this up. Yeah, after. you you look it up all you want. This guy does not exist. Well, and and in the end, <laughs> no one, really, I mean, no if, one's gonna blow yeah. their entire investigation. If and, if watching it makes you want to find more about the subject. Well, that's and good. Then it did then, its then, job. Then the filmmaker did their job. They did their job. Exactly right. Even if they screwed it up in the movie, you want to find out the real facts. You know, so. when you when you speak softly, you carry a big stick, Mer. Sometimes I know stuff. You know a lot of stuff. Sometimes. I think that was a good rage. That was a good rage, people. There you go. Rage. Well, you know what time it is. That is right. Oh, that oh, music yeah. can only mean one thing. The That's Merman right. Minute. Nice. Yeah, it's my time. It's my time. It's my time, damn it. Do what you want with it, my friend. Sounds like a Goonies line. <laughs> All right, this week's topic might make my colleague rage a little bit. <laughs> is it, it the Oscars? Yeah, <laughs> uh, wait. Don't, don't skip the punchline. But in keeping with our... <laughs> Our recent rage challenges. I present a list of the worst movie musicals. Ah. <laughs> this is, I love this. What are you now, talking about? This is based on IMDb's list. rating system, not necessarily. So mine. it's people's input into it. Uh, yeah, like thousands of people on IMDb. This is the the ratings of the worst. Uh, Lay them on us. Hit us, baby. Hit All us. All right, we got uh, high up on the list from Justin to Kelly. 
Oh. No, this was the first American Kelly Clarkson, the first American Idol winner, and the, peop, the runner up. <laughs> and it was basically an attempt to cash in on the whole American Idol craze. Ouch. Didn't work. Score of 2.1 on IMDb. That's still quite high, actually. Uh, I've seen some ones. Uh, and it only <laughs> made $5 million at the box office. So How much did it cost, you know? Probably more than that. <laughs> I, I would imagine. Next up, we have Glitter. Oh, Ouch. Mariah Carey trying to act. Just so wrong. It is. Only managed on 2.2 and only made like $4 million at the box office. <laughs> then we got... Rhinestone. Uh, this is okay. Here's the plot: A country Dolly music star, Parton. Dolly Parton, must Sylvester turn an obnoxious New York cabbie into yeah. a singer to win a bet, and she plays the, the country star, the cabbie, Sylvester yeah. Stallone, yeah. singing country. I know. I'm trying to re- Even the I'm thought try- about it makes me barf. Uh, I'm trying to remember it. I know I saw it. I'm yeah, sure I did. Too. I saw it too. Uh, then we got. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. The original? Or which the... I thought was about the Beatles, but no. It's uh, a really it's bad Peter movie Frampton with Peter Frampton. Oh, hey, yeah. Look at my sheets. I already knew. Hey, so we've time. seen it. We've seen it. So can any of them act? Uh, no. But the Bee Gees can sing. Can they? Yeah, they can. They can sing. And then the next one kind of pains me because I have a real soft spot for this movie. Uh Grease 2. Oh, God. I actually liked it better than the original. Probably mostly due to Michelle Pfeiffer in leather pants. But I digress. I'll give it that, but I I could just have a poster of that. Yeah, the story was bad. Acting was bad. Yet, (laughs) I know. You still loved it. Every song of the movie by heart. Of course you do. To this day. And I haven't seen it in years. All right. When we go next, offline, you can sing them to us. Next up, or just sing them now. We have Graffiti Bridge. Oh, love that movie. The unofficial so good. sequel to Purple Rain. Yes, yes. it was. Uh, it was directed by and starring Prince. Yep. Uh, and of course, everybody's Mor- Morris looking Day for, and everybody's the looking for. Everybody's See, looking the for fact love. That you know the music. Ah, <laughs> Anyway, yeah. It has some of the time's best music, yeah, by the he, way. He, he can't I act, actually like that soundtrack. It's great. It's had some direct, Tevin Campbell but, on it, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was all right. Yeah. All right. Next <laughs> but the about, movie was terrible. The you're movie, right. The there movie you go. was terrible. The yeah. soundtrack was good, though. Uh, next right. up is. John Travolta makes a lot of bad movies. Yes, he does. He does. That's true. He's actually on here more than once. Oh, no doubt. Uh, Staying Alive. I love that movie. Which was the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, which they shouldn't have made. Directed by... Oh, no, I hated Staying Alive. Directed by his friend Sylvester Stallone directed that movie. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot he directed it. (laughs) It's just... It actually made $64 million at the box office back in 1983, which wasn't bad. Which is almost like... That's pretty big. But Titanic yeah, type money. <laughs> uh, next up is another John Travolta musical, this yep. time with Olivia Newton-John. If you loved her in Grease and Xanadu, well, <laughs> this one was worse. Oh, no. Please, no. Two, two of a kind. Oh, I forgot about Two of a Kind. Is yeah. that the one that had, it's a strange twist of fate? Wasn't that the one that was in the... I think so. I'm pretty positive. And then we got Fame. I want to live forever. Not I want to learn how to fly. Fly! Not the original, which won, wait for it, two Oscars. There's your Oscar plug. Ouch. Wow. And inspired a whole TV series. That was this the original. was oh, a remake. Yeah, fame. We're, with, we're talking about the remake from Frazier and ago. his ex-wife Lilith. It's like throwing the annoying voice of Megan Mullally, and it's just cringeworthy. B.B. <laughs> Newworth was in it? Yeah, she was. Wow. Then we got... One of your favorites, Xanadu. Xanadu. Jim's already Don't. raged about this. Uh, it was actually described as one viewer as a psychedelic <laughs> disco nightmare with a lot of roller skating. <laughs> Still like the music, though. Okay, wrapping up here. Uh, we got, then we got Popeye with Robin Williams. Is that a musical? It, yeah, was. it was. He sang oh in it. My God. It, was a, it was a total musical. And then but fin- Shelley Duvall was in it. And finally, we have Annie. The remake. Oh, the remake was terrible. Which one was it? Was this it Black J- Annie? Jamie the... Foxx. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx and Cameron Diaz. It was oh, bad. Though apparently yeah. the original was also on this list. Every Annie up. should have stopped being remade in 1920s when Annie it Annie should have never been pretty made pretty into much. a movie. Anyway, so I know there are a lot of bad musical films. If you listen to my fellow Ragers, they're all bad. But in my opinion, if you find yourself humming or singing the tunes after you watch it, 
Can it really be all bad? Yes. That's the merman bits. That was beautiful. Nicely played. I love raging about terrible musicals. I just love the Merman Minute. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I can... It's always joy to our heart. It is. That is right. All right. Well, we got some fans that gave us some people for the list this week. And actually, before that, we had um, probably one of my favorite um, actors of all time died this last week. That is true. Max von Sydow has officially passed away. So um, I almost want to do a minute of silence because he's he's just not really because I still like talking. We only have about 10 minutes left. But um, if you guys don't know Max Sydow's full body of work, like just thank you. Thank you. Um, His full body of work. Go check out IMDb, especially some of his early stuff. Um, Well, yeah, one of his first ones, Flash Gordon. (laughs) <laughs> and, and of course, Canadian classic <laughs> Strange Brew. <laughs> he plays a really good bad guy. I love that those are the two movies the, the he you came pulled up out. with. That is awesome. Most people would have picked out Seven Seal or something. Yeah. But, Never heard of it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but Murray picked out the two best that I. That's I mean, right. Who doesn't like Flash and Strange Blue as Canadians? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I am actually going to put forward before we talk about our nominated from our our Ragers. Uh, I'm going to put Max von Sydow down as a um, as a mesmerized. I concur. Mer? Yeah, I can go for that. All right. So cool. it's official. Max has been added, and he'll be brought up onto our website. Uh, so we got three throwouts. So this is a friend of mine, Josh. Thanks, buddy. Um, f- who hadn't really started listening to our podcast until just recently, and he binged all of it. Um and he, he said, okay, I've got some names. Now, we talked a little bit about this before I'm bringing it up because one of us here is so angry because he still exists in humanity. No, no, uh, I'm not angry because he exists in humanity. That's fine. I'm, I'm angry that he made the worst movie that I've ever seen in my life, so I'm not putting him on any list. He's not going on. How can you say that? He, did, he does hold the screen. We're talking about Kevin Spacey. Care. He made the worst movie ever. What was the worst movie ever? The Life of David Gale. No, that wasn't the worst movie ever. Yeah, it was awful. It was The Way Back. I saw it this week. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny. And Ben Affleck was in that. That's right. I just want to hit you right now. (laughs) No, actually, the worst movie I think I've ever seen is The Invisible Man. And it was a few weeks ago. There you go. You're just plucking out stuff like that's recent in your memory. Can you not remember more than like two weeks back? I like David, um, what's his name, who's also in it? Uh, Life of David. David Caruso. Yeah, David Caruso. He's David great Caruso's great. He's great in everything. He is. Not in this movie. <laughs> the Life of David Gale is a steaming pile of crap and anybody that says <sighs> different is not very intelligent. Because well, you can, the whole movie, you can figure, I knew what was going to happen. You talk about knowing what's going to happen. In the first 10 minutes of that movie, it's all laid out before you. It you was. know exactly how it's it was. Happen. It was absolutely yeah. It was predictable. It was but stupid. Didn't, but and wasn't I hated it? And wasn't it was awful. And it was the worst movie that I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> and the fact that any, that Kevin Spacey was in it makes him not mesmerized. Makes him not undoubted. Makes him not anything. I'm sorry. Yes, he's been good in a lot of stuff. And the he's fact, been mesmerizing in everything he's been but in. But that, that putrid right. piece of crap. He's never going on a list ever. All right. Well, it's you've heard it here for, first, folks. Kevin Spacey will never be on a list as long as Bryce is alive. Yep. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey will <laughs> so if you really want to get on, Kevin Spacey get on the list, Kevin him. Spacey, yeah, you're going to have to put a <laughs> take you either, down. either take me down yourself or get someone to do it for you. <laughs> uh, the next one is Ed Norton as mesmerized. Yeah, absolutely. He's mesmerized. He's totally mesmerizing. Okay. Perfect. Murr, what do you think? Uh, I want to throw you a hell no. All right, well. I can't freaking stand him and anything he's ever done. So he's not mesmerizing to the not merman. To Holy me. smokes. Not to I me. came right out of nowhere. That did. I did not expect that. Me neither. And okay. with such fervor and, yeah. and emotion. Oh, no. and I hate him. I hate him. Apparently. Everything he's been in. Everything. Everything. Not that I watched everything he's been in, but everything I've seen. He was fantastic. He was Death to, never Death seen to Smoochie was awesome. One of the best movies ever uh, made. No, and on top to top things off, he's also a dirtbag. As so. a dirtbag, there you go. That's uh, he's letting why. his personal feelings enter in again. Yeah. 
Okay, and the last one Guy's is Johnny a- Depp. As much as we know Johnny Depp's been in a lot of bad movies, he steals the screen from everybody. <sighs> That's a tough call. I say yes. I'm voting yes to Johnny Depp because I... I think he's mesmerizing. I would say his early stuff was so he started doing pirate movies. Yeah, but he still is mesmerizing. Like he steals yeah, the screen every he time. Still man. Does okay. I'm I'm gonna go yes. Yeah, I guess I can probably. Agree you can with see that. even if you hate. Well, obviously we don't have the same beliefs about Bryce. If we hate the movie, we can still grant the fact that he's mesmerizing on the screen. Yeah, but he hasn't made the worst movie in the history of film. He made I, some pretty bad ones. We've already talked about it. Yeah. Ben Affleck did last uh, week. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky you're more than arm's length away from me. <laughs> I'd be smacking you upside the head if I could reach you. All right. Um, okay. So we got one, two out of four. Not a bad, not a bad no, week. No. Oh, so yeah. Two great. out of four. Yeah. Max, Max and Max. Johnny. Great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, Josh. For getting us out. And a shout out to Jess, who just wanted me to say she wanted us to talk about Trolls, the movie. Did she really? Yes. Trolls? Yeah. The new one that's coming up. Like the, the animated the, the, the thing? The going yes. forward one or whatever it was. Why? Did oh. she go to it? Uh, no, I don't know. Did it come out? It hasn't yeah, come it, out yet. Yeah, no. it, anyway, it's, that's, it's the only reason I, that's the only reason I said it. Jess just said, just say it. Talk about Trolls. Okay. So it's, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Trolls have been talked about. <laughs> I remember well, watching let's move a on. All right. movie called Border had trolls in it. Oh, that uh, looks kind of, kind so of a different. Kind of a different so movie. good. Nothing better than troll sex under a bridge. All right. Um, all so, right well, I guess we're talking doubted now. No. Uh, did, we, did you guys have a doubted? You were going to add? I'll, I'll just add. We can do this quick. Cause okay. Give it to us, baby. I'll give you two. They're kind of related because they seem yep. to be in a bunch of Adam Sandler movies, which okay. is, makes yeah, you, you thought of the same <laughs> one as little, me. A little easier to get on the doubted list. Uh, I got Rob Schneider. Uh, I don't even have, You don't have to put the movies down. He's definitely doubted. And Kevin James. Oh, those aren't the ones I thought of, but I, uh, I'm with the, uh, in, in the same agreement uh, of both of those. Uh, oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh. Again, I'm a TV person. Yeah. I happen to like Kevin James in his TV show. Yeah. And then he had another TV show, which he then replaced the lead actress with the one from the first one, which hmm. made him a dirtbag. Just make. But it the yeah, same his movie. his movies, Good apart show. from maybe Paul Blart, which I enjoyed, the rest have been terrible. You just can relate to Paul Blart. I thought it was funny. All right. All right. So he's in. Uh, And the one I just thought of, which is related, is David Spade. Mm, That's a tough one because I do hate him. Everything he sees makes me want to rage. Yeah. Yeah. We might have to take that one offline because I'm kind of leaning towards yes. I like David Spade in Saturday Night Live, but... Yeah. Well, again, we're talking about their movie the movies. Yeah. yeah, I gotta, I gotta look like at it. That again. ensemble, like Adam Sandler and yeah, I guess Kevin James is never on SNL, but the other ones were. I mean, together as an ensemble, they were fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, we're gonna have to look because yeah. he did do Black Sheep or whatever with. I actually kind of like that. I did too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're gonna have to take that one offline. But fact, you, I, I like both the movies. Yeah. Did two movies with uh, Chris Farley. Yeah. They were both alright. And yeah. uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah. Tommy Boy. Yeah. Beverly Hills Ninja too. With- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. we're digressing. Okay. Uh, we're running out of time. Here we are. All right. So all we right. gotta do our Rager Dare here. Uh, so uh, last week, me and Bryce, we were. Uh, Raged to see Mamma Mia. Here we go again. The Mama big Mia, question. Here we, we go, go again. Mama, something, something, something. That is the words, isn't it? I don't know. No, Who knows? Should we go? <laughs> should we go again? So, what do we talk? Bryce, do you want to hit it? Uh, you go first, buddy. I don't really. You earn this go. right. I don't really want to go first, but whatever. You earn this right. I mean, basically, it's just it's a, it's just bad. It's just so bad. Basically, it's a story of a woman who apparently had sex with every man she met, and now the spawn of these encounters leaves her not (laughs) knowing who her father is. To to be accurate, it is the prequel of the first one showing how No, it's a pre and post It's got got ridiculous flashbacks of her having sex with Yeah, no, it showed how she got knocked up. Yeah, by by having sex with everybody that she meets. It was ridiculous. In a weekend. (laughs) <laughs> and, and by the way, why wouldn't why couldn't they just take a paternity test? 
Shh. That would just solve everything. Shh. No. Don't, but that, but that then you're, you're trying to make sense. Uh, well, they actually did eventually talk about that in the first one, if you would have saw the first one. Oh, see, I missed the first. So I got to go back and watch the first one? <laughs> no, you one? don't. Please don't. Thank God. So it, it's just dumb. The music of ABBA is bad enough without Stellan Skarsgård, Colin Firth, and Pierce Brosnan singing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's there's some just ridiculous quotes from this movie. I'm going to leave the, the, one, the one doozy for Jim to, to reveal later, but... Here's a few of them. I love him more than any argument. I don't know what that means. Um, I just want to be upfront and say I visually enjoy you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not easy being a mother. If it was, fathers would do it. What? <laughs> oh, th this is a good one. Being a grudge holder makes you fat. <laughs> <laughs> It's so it's good. so stupid. So good. Oh my god. <laughs> that is super bad. Take over, Jim. And and, All right. and and at the end of it, I hope you lay lay on with the uh, lay lay the uh, best quote of the of the oh, movie dude, on us. Oh, dude, it's, I know the, it's, it's the icing on the cake. Right on. So let me just do a quick recap here. Music period pieces. Um, I have now been to hell, and it scared me so much that I had to spend the entire weekend in a Catholic confessional doing anything that the priest asked me in hopes that it would save me forever from having oh, to go they here, like some, there again. They like some kinky stuff sometimes. Yeah, no doubt, in, especially in the confessional. The movie hurt my male junk for life. <laughs> Greece was my favorite place in the world to travel to until this movie erased every positive memory of... Sorry, what, what country was I talking about? Yeah, it was Greece. Oh, right. See, yeah, it made me forget that that, that, that country was... That's the Olympics existed. are from there, too. Uh, thank God Meryl Streep's character died and did not come back to torture us even more than her soul crushing with her soul crushing voice. Oh, wait a minute. She did come back at the end just to put a nail into my coffin. She I didn't they know. They brought her back as a zombie. Yeah, they, that would have made a good movie. I didn't know ABBA had enough material to make two movies. Oh, wait, they didn't. No, but they, they still got it made. <laughs> they should have uh, stayed a play. And then I would never have to see this and wasted two hours of my life. Yes. Not sure why they tried to write dialogue around the words of ABBA songs. First off, um, they did not fit the movie plot concept at all. But I guess you can fit anything anywhere if it doesn't matter about the story or you just want something to sing you know, along to. Uh, then why didn't they just put all the ABBA songs together as a giant montage and people just sing to it? Um, even though the second worst singer in the first movie got killed off for the movie, they kept the worst, yes, James Bond. Good thing he only sang in two songs. This man, at one point, had a license to kill. Why did he not use it on this movie? No kidding. Why, why can they not You're cast actors heart, who Jim. can sing? If there is some kind of rule that they must make musicals where they put actors in who can't sing, I don't know. Colin Firth, you made the King's Speech. Why did you make this series and also Bridget Jones series? You know how to act. I don't get it. No. Uh, and Stellan Skarsgård, shame on you. No kidding, That's eh? it. Shame on Just you. shame. Um, young Meryl Streep can sing and keep a tune, but Meryl Streep, as an older person, what is with that? She can't. Yeah. But you know what? Thank God that Cher showed up to save the day. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like what the fuck you. was this movie? It was so bad. Why did three old men who banged Meryl Streep become friends again? I have no clue. It makes no sense. And through all that being said, I did have get out of this the best line in any musical ever made. And I quote, Yes. Be still my beating vagina. It pretty much sums up this whole movie. That was awesome. <laughs> I totally disagree with everything you just said, but it was awesome. <laughs> Apparently, you haven't seen the movie. Oh no, it was it was bad, but not for the reasons what you listed. But uh, uh, anyway. that was that was only like a few things that I had to say about yeah. it. I could have went on for a days on this. Oh, uh, was this awesome? All right, so this week, uh, because Bryce and I got the torture, this week it's Bryce's turn. That is right. What? So Bryce, are you picking Rage or Dare, buddy? I'm gonna pluck from the rage bag. Again. All right, which whose bag are you gonna touch? Take uh, take yours. Take mine this week. Yeah. yeah Wait, take, that's no, not mine. That's mine. Here we go. 
All this right. is a complete surprise, everybody. We're just listening. Oh, Bryce no. is reaching yeah. into my bag. Uh, you're supposed to take two, right? No. Uh, no, that's, no, only, that's if, only for you. That's oh, only, only for you. You get the special I'm treatment. Special. Yep. You are special. All right, then. Don't you're let anybody special. tell you any different, Mur. Yep. And here we go. Bryce will be seeing this week the great reveal, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> really? <laughs> Screen magic. <laughs> Uh, Literally one of the worst movies that Sean Connery's ever been in. And it has the best Phoenix in it. I'm trying. I don't. I don't even remember it. I know I've seen it. Yes, because you're blocking it out of your mind. There you that go. could be. All right, so yeah, let's Jones find out. The Last Crusade. It's still is. not the worst Indiana Jones movie. No, but it's it's the first one. Yeah, at that, least it wasn't that crystal thing. Yeah. That, yeah. See, but it's it's still movie. terrible. Uh, all right, we're over to our last uh, segment here. Rage Mondo or Meh? That is right. Right on. Okay, we're going to whip through this because we're, like, super heavy. Eh, yeah. whatever. Whatevs. Okay, uh, first batch is uh, directors. Wow. We got we have a theme. Martin Scorsese. Meh. Meh. Stanley Kubrick. Mondo. Mondo. Wes Anderson. Mondo. Roman Polanski. Mondo. Mondo. Danny Boyle. Mondo. Mondo. The next list, I don't know if it's anything related, but we got Annette Benning. Mondo. Mondo. Jennifer Connelly. Mondo. Ma- Mondo. Uh, Ellen Burstyn. Mondo. Mondo. Jared Leto. Mm, man. <laughs> and Bill Nye, not the science guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's Mondo. Mondo. And uh, finally, we have... That's not what they should call. That's what it should be on the... Uh, when they have them on the movie poster. Under Bill the, Nye, not, not the, science the science guy. Not the science guy. Under the A, we got Arnold Vosloo, who was the mummy. Mm, right? <laughs> what? Old guy who was the mummy. <laughs> yeah. the original mummy, not not the... Like from the 30s? No, the Brendan Fraser one. Oh, God, oh, what? Matt's a rage. You didn't like him? <laughs> no. He was also in 24. Uh, Amber Heard. Meh. Meh. Anthony Hopkins. Mm, I'm going to say Mondo. Mondo, yeah. yeah. Anthony Anderson. Oh, great. <laughs> and Anna Paquin. Ooh. Mm. Meh. Meh. I'm going to give meh. All right. All right. Uh, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Uh, thanks to Extended Film Rage crew of Stephanie DeRoy for social media, who's on vacay right now. Leonard Conlon for his artistic vision and photography via Leonard Conlon Photography. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and our new YouTube channel. Please comment. Um, we are always wanting to hear your feedback, so please let's help us this blah, Let's help us make this a raging blast for all listeners. So please comment often and please make us rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage, rage on. on.